Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of our podcast here at Team Lacrosse Academy. I am your host, Coach Katie, and today I am not alone. I am joined by one of our Charlotte coaches, Miss Emily Kessler. Uh, Emily, welcome. Thanks so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so... As we get started, I just want you to tell everyone like where you played, like just give us your brief resume of your college lacrosse playing experience. Okay, cool. So I played at Lenore Ryan University in Hickory, North Carolina. Uh, it's a Division II school, and I'm in the South Atlantic Conference, or was in the South Atlantic Conference, and we had a great, I had a great four years. Uh, we won the conference my senior year for the first time ever, um, and I was all-sack team for all four years, as well as the tournament team my junior and senior year, so I'm super thankful for everything that happened. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, and I know a lot of our girls from North Carolina will obviously know Lenore Ryan, so they'll love that. Um so I kind of just want to dive into your career as a whole, and I broke it up into three parts. So we're going to chat about life before college and like what made you decide that that's what you wanted to do and your recruiting process. And then we're going to talk about like day in the life of a college athlete at the Division II level, just kind of talk about your experience and your takeaways. And then we're going to chat at the end about life after lax and how playing college lacrosse has helped you in your life and if there are any struggles about not having it really, you know, not playing anymore, things like that. Um, so we're going to kind of just go through those three parts. So the first is obviously your youth. Like, tell me when you decided that you wanted to play in college. Talk me through your recruiting experience. Like, did you play club? Like, Walk me through that part of your life. Definitely. So I am from Syracuse, New York. I started playing in fifth grade. And it was funny. A neighbor of mine was the reason I started playing. And she quit like a year after. <laughs> and I obviously haven't stopped. I forgot about that. I forget about it all the time. And um, I started playing more competitively club-wise around like seventh grade. Uh, it was in eighth grade, actually, that I kind of figured it out. Um, my parents were great about it the whole time. Uh, I have two siblings, both played sports. My brother played hockey. My sister played lacrosse and runs track. So they've always been, like, kind of hands-off. Like, if it's what you want to do, like, you're going to do it, and you're going to, like, shoot for the moon type of thing. But they're going to be there as people who sit back and want to just encourage. They're not forcing it upon us which was great. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I think, I mean, I'm sure you see it coaching club with us. I've seen it a bunch. You get so many parents that just like project their hopes and dreams onto their kids, even at that very young age. And it can be super detrimental. And we see a lot of burnout when 100%. they, when kids come out of environments like that. So, um, tell me about your recruiting experience, like positive, negative, like, did you even know what you were doing? Was there someone there to help you? Any of that. Right. So I think about this a lot because I think it in life follows you like any type of process when you're making a big change. 
um, in eighth grade, I was playing for a club team called Star Riders. A bunch of my friends were playing, girls I grew up with, and I kind of was watching other people and what they did and was like, okay, that person made the mistake or this person did this and that's like an idea I should take. So right around when I knew I wanted to play, I instantly started going to any camps that were getting college looks, no matter if they were uh, just at colleges like Syracuse had one every year. So obviously I could just go right there or if it was overnights um, at another one I went to was Marist. That was a school I was actively pursuing for a while. And I think that's one of the best steps to take at first. Like you have to put yourself out there no matter if you want to go to the school or not, because at the end of the day, if you visit, meet with coaches and take that as like an experience instead of like, oh, I have to go there. You're able to kind of like look more openly at everything, which is how I think I literally ended up where I did. Yeah. So tell me how you ended up where you did. Like, how did yeah. how did you start talking with Lamar Ryan? Like, what did you like about the school? What made you decide that like this is the place for me? Where I wanted to, I, and it wasn't, which I think everyone always says. I was set on Marist. My parents loved that school. Um, that's where I ultimately thought I was going to be. Went with another girl who played at a really good high school in Syracuse and she was being actively recruited whereas I was just kind of looking at it talking to the coach and she was like let's take a look at everything at the end of the day it ended up being my SAT and ACT scores weren't the best the first time I took them and they were like okay you gotta take them again and me as like a high schooler that was just stubborn was like I'm not taking them like and my parents were just like okay well, you're not gonna go there and I was like well then maybe I don't want to go there and then it was just like a big fight so I started scrambling my senior year actually and all my friends at this point were committed the five seniors on the team I was the like, last one all four of them were committed um and I just kind of didn't know what to do and my mom was like if you started this earlier when I told you to and you focused more on these little things versus like the big picture, because at the end of the day, I mean, grades have to be in line, your extracurricular, like there's so much that goes into yeah. it that not everyone knows. And that's kind of, my parents guided me through everything and kind of asked around, went to everything with me as well as visits. And it was, my dad could only go with me at LR. So we flew down to North Carolina, drove up, and I met with the girls, had an overnight, and the next day, I don't know what it was, it was kind of one of those just, like, feelings. Mm -hmm. I was like, I can see myself here. Like, yeah. I'm going to commit. Wow, and I did exciting. two weeks later. It yeah. was so weird. <laughs> no, that's great. And I, a lot of people don't believe me when I tell them about, like, that warm, fuzzy Yes. feeling like I tell a lot of girls like get on college campuses like you said like yeah. do these camps do these prospect days where you maybe even get to stay overnight on campus you eat in the dining hall right. like as much time as you can spend at a school like the you're gonna get that feeling of like can I see myself here as a student you know walking from class to class eating at this dining hall like living in this dorm playing for this coach on this field like can I envision that and I think, you know, I get a lot of parents that are like, like they scoff at me. Like that's not a real thing because it's not quantifiable. It's not like something that you can really verbalize a lot of times. But 
Exactly. Every kid I've ever helped through the recruiting process, when they go to the school that they ultimately end up committing to, it's like that. I just knew. I just had that feeling. And I'm like, I told you. But a lot of people yeah. don't believe that that's a thing. And it's so, <laughs> so, so is. And so obviously you didn't have a very smooth recruiting journey. I definitely didn't either. Um, was there ever a point in time where you like, where you like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like this isn't worth it. Oh, 100%. I think almost every single, <clears throat> excuse me, college showcase I had to go to, I was like, Mom, I just don't want to do this. Why are we doing this? And that was when my parents kind of were like, okay, you've been this far. We've <laughs> been hands off. Like, you're going. You're going in. You're doing this. And afterward, then I'd get like a few emails or whatever. And I'd be like, okay, I remember why I'm doing this. But then I get, that was a big setback for me because I took a break even from like talking to coaches in general mm-hmm. for a good six months or so. Like I just didn't answer anyone because I was yeah. like, what am I going to do? Like I'm scrambling at, this was not my plan as right. everyone always says they have. Yeah. And I think <laughs> I laugh now because when I think back to like my past self, like I thought I knew exactly what I wanted and where mm-hmm. I ended up going and what I actually ended up liking and needing was so far and away <laughs> from what I thought I wanted. And I changed my mind about what I wanted like a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> so I know when I'm talking to girls about this, like I always say, keep an open mind. You're never going to know what you like. Um, And that's definitely the advice that I would give myself. If you, if you could go back and give like 16 year old Emily (laughs) recruiting advice, like what nugget of gold would you give her? I definitely think the one actually two pieces of advice I'd give myself is one I don't know everything like I'm a 16 year old I need to stop arguing about what I think I know and what (laughs) I think my life's gonna be like and my second would be to start it earlier okay only reason I say that is I remember my junior year when that everything didn't work out the way I thought it was I genuinely first off thought I should have listened to my mom and dad. I should have started these visits my freshman year instead of my sophomore and junior, or at least actively pursuing um, wanting to be playing and kind of leaving more options open, I guess you could say. Yeah, so how, like, what year in high school would you say that you, like, really started the recruiting process? I really started, like, hit the ground running around 10th, grade going it was I think it was going into my summer of 10th grade so I already finished my freshman year and I didn't do anything okay so I just want to reiterate that for the people that are listening (laughs) and this was a few years ago that even starting as a sophomore you felt like you were behind I did 100% (laughs) I think that's important people don't like People don't like I get juniors and even seniors who come to me and they're like I want to play in college and I'm like okay, well, we definitely can find an opportunity for you, but, like, you're extremely limited yeah. with what's out there because there are girls that are starting. And when I say the recruiting process, I don't mean, like, you're talking to coaches because, obviously, you can't do that Not as a all. freshman. Yep. I mean, like, you're going to camps, you're going to clinics, you're playing travel, mm-hmm. you're playing rec, you're in addition to your high school season, like, prepping yourself 
for these showcases and the all of the opportunities that you have when you are in front of these college coaches playing lacrosse. Exactly. And so I love that you said that. That warms my heart because I preach that <laughs> so much. And no, but I no, feel like people so don't true. believe like, oh, we'll deal with it later. And I'm like, no, this yep. is actually like a full-time job and it takes all four years. <laughs> that is 100% correct. And I'm like, why did I wait to the last minute? And I really didn't even wait, like you said, like some people right. do. Yeah, no, and I mean, I think it takes four years. One, because you're evolving and you're changing. So, like, Mm -hmm. what you want might change. Like, what you might want to study might change. At first, you might want to be like, I want to go as far away from home as possible. And then you realize senior year that, like, you are a homebody and you want to stay a little bit closer. And, like... Right. um, So, I think the sooner that you start, like, those visits, you start really learning about what it is about a university that is appealing and what's not appealing and what you want. Mm -hmm. So that when you do get to the end of the road and you have options or you are considering multiple opportunities, which if you start early enough, you have, exactly. uh, that you can make the best decision for you. And and that's ultimately what we want. So, all right, so transitioning, now you're at Lenore Rhine. Tell me a little bit about your experience there as a player, like maybe give me a brief synopsis of your feelings, takeaways from each of your four years there. Definitely. So, came in as a freshman, had, our first meeting, like a week after we started school, found out our coach wasn't going to be our coach anymore. So I actually didn't even play for the coach that recruited me, which is important. Oh, and we'll come back to it. Okay. <laughs> so I'm a freshman. I'm young. I came in with a class of like eight who are still eight of my best friends, which I'm so thankful for. I think this entire recruiting process all the time for where it led me for sure. Um, did all eight of you play all four years? I did. I played all four years. With those same eight girls that you came in with? So the eight girls all stayed. Okay. But actually, I'm sorry, one left. Out of those eight girls, two ended up quitting. One ended up having to pursue kind of like medical stuff. Okay. So she wasn't able to play as much. And then my best friend and roommate actually was a teacher and had to student teach, so it was too much. And it ended with three of us. Oh, wow. Okay. Senior year. Crazy. All right, continue. Yeah. So, yeah, thank that all the time, obviously. So I come in as a freshman. I don't expect much at all. And I remember my parents calling me all the time, like, oh, how's everything going? Like, do you still like it? Like, we want to make sure everything's going well. And of course, I still liked it. I just kind of didn't know what to expect. Fall ball, we had a few scrimmages, and I think we played in one fall ball tournament. And keep in mind, we only had a GA. I still didn't have a head coach yet. Whatever. Scrambling for all that, I kind of was like, this isn't as organized as I thought it'd be. Like, maybe everybody's the same way as me. Like, you kind of, it just falls into place. So, January, when we start season, we get a coach. Uh, she came from our rival school, Queens. So everybody was like, what? Um, and I loved her, Coach Claire. And I I could still reach out to her probably right now and be like, hey, I like, need a favor or something. So great relationship there. First game freshman year, we go to Mount Olive, another Division two school. And I don't expect to play. Just I'm always harder on myself, which I realize is a good thing. I started and played the whole game. 
And from my freshman year onward, I started every single game and played fully in almost every single game. So I had a legit great four years. I couldn't ask for much more. Um, But in the backside, I was doing a lot to be able to deserve it. Like, I don't say I just walked into it at all because I didn't. And I didn't expect to even play. So you have fall ball. Like, take me through, like, a year. Like, you go in. Yep. You start having classes. You get into fall ball. Tell me about what you guys were doing in the off season. Tell me, like, give me kind of the overview of your team schedule for a year, like a typical okay. year. So fall ball always starts the same way. About a week after classes start, so you kind of adjust. You start out first with workouts. Uh, they are normally like a timed test. So three hundreds were my coach's favorite thing as well as like weightlifting um, tests. You do a bunch of mobility. Um, and then you start practicing about a week after all of that. And I don't know if every school does this, but LR, we would do our weightlifting or running in the morning and then practice would be every day um, in the afternoon after classes. So normally our coach would have us have our schedule start at 8 a.m., let's say. So you would be in a 6.30 a.m. lift group. You'd have an 8 a.m. class go on throughout your day. And then depending on what time we had field time, since obviously kind of lacrosse, football, and occasionally um, soccer would have to use one turf. Now it's not that anymore. You would have like a slot. And that could be the late slot, like the 8 to 10, or it could be the early slot, the 3 to 5. Mm-hmm. We normally lucked out when we were either 3 to 5 or 5 to 7. Gotcha. Yeah, I remember so going a few all day, days. 100%. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I remember in fall ball, we shared a field. Like, our field was the outfield for softball and baseball in New York. And, oh, like... Right. So fall ball, we're not in season. So we're literally training from 5 to 7 in the morning. Like, I remember being in the training room my freshman year at, like, 4.15, <laughs> getting taped, and just being miserable. Yes, um, only two. It's, yeah, and from there, I'd go straight to class, and yep. then class, class, a lift, a workout, a meeting, yep. A film session. <laughs> oh my, please. Yeah. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> Eat, sleep, and breathe. And it's so crazy. Like, I feel like people think that that only happens at the D1 level. But it absolutely, I mean, if you're playing for any team, like, it's a commitment. Like, it's your, it's your life. It, it um, is. So, if you can think one, I'm going to put you on the spot. If you can think of an appropriate... <laughs> <laughs> Favorite memory from your college lacrosse days? What is it? Um. Okay. Definitely. Okay. So when we went conference for the first time, I never thought in four years. Everybody never thought in four years we'd ever be queens. They made it to NCAA's every year, and we used to kind of make it a joke, which it's not. But like, we just <laughs> never thought we'd win. So that's like a great on-field memory. But I'm trying to think of, like, another off-field, funny, appropriate um, memory. I used to... Go- oh, actually, here's a good one. 
I'm immature and we have workouts all the time. We and, all have our um, moments. We had to throw medicine balls to each other. And my roommate right now in, in Charlotte, that was also my roommate in college, and I were like joking around and our strength and conditioning coach was like watching us or whatever. And I threw a medicine ball from like 20 feet away and just chucked it at her and then she fell. And then I ended up getting in trouble and had to run the rest of practice. But I'll never <laughs> forget it because it was just so funny. <laughs> oh man, I'm sure she really appreciated it So I had my fair too. share of good times. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure. Well, and I think it's funny too, like when you're training that hard, like I remember being at like a 6 a.m. lift and February and yes. everyone's cold and tired. It's like that point in preseason where you're like, why am I doing this? <laughs> um, and you know, something so stupid happens, but it's just so exactly. funny and it like breaks that tension and you remind, it reminds you of like why you guys are back there. So I agree. So 100%. you have to have fun. Sometimes. Oh, for sure. And I mean, there, there's so many like peaks and valleys. I feel like to your playing but I will say so I you know living in New York now I have two girls here that I played um college lacrosse with and whenever we you know go out for drinks or go out for dinner especially when there's drinks involved we always (laughs) talk about our uh our you know our college experience and a lot of the stories that we tell are ones that like at the time were like (laughs) miserable and we were yes we hated it and like yep. just that just that hatred really bonded us <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now it's funny it's so when we true. when we think back to like some of the stuff we used to complain about and some of the things that we had to do and like survived um, you tell me it's hilarious like it's we joke all the time about how like our bodies are so broken from oh all of the ridiculous things that we used to have to do <laughs> I literally and like now how I can't even run a mile but yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I was running like seven <laughs> yes exactly so crazy um so with that transition like let's talk life after lax like did you find that your initial transition like out of college into the working world like lacrosse is no longer you are no longer a lacrosse player like that's right. that's no longer your identity you have a job now. You have to pay bills. You're an, you're a full fledged adult at this point. Did you did you find that transition to be difficult? I didn't. I didn't. I think playing in college. I think this. I'll think this is the day I die. Really taught me. Actually, I'll back up. I work in sales now for the Charlotte Hornets. In sales, as everyone says, is like a nitty gritty grind. Like you're working 24-7 just to make it and it reminds me so much of like when I played like you're doing the same thing 24-7 just trying to make it just trying to get a championship um, ring on your finger like you know what I mean you're doing the same thing and I will thank lacrosse to make that transition so easy because I'm not a baby like I see people (laughs) at the office get so upset about the dumbest stuff and I will be like thinking back to when I used to freak out about a 300 time and making sure I made it in 50 seconds and I'm like these people are crying because their clients not answering them and I'm like there are way better things in life to be extremely worried about like you can't let that stuff bother you right and I I really do think like I I got thick skinned I guess yeah 
No, for sure. I think a lot of athletes say that. I think, like you said, it being a grind, like you're working all the time. I think one of the things that I took away um, from my playing experience was just like time management. Like I don't, I've always been busy. Like that's that's not a new thing in my adult life. And like, instead of being like, oh my God, I have so much stuff to get done. I'm like, okay, I have a lot of stuff to get done. (laughs) How... How are we? How are we gonna do this, right? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> like, what's the oh game plan here? Um, Literally. So I think that there is a lot. I will say for me, like I, I had a hard time with transition. It was like this is such a big part of my life and like my identity, essentially. True. And then it was just overdone. Good luck. Pay your bills. <laughs> do your job. Yeah. No, being an adult does suck (laughs) I wish I was back in college doing all of that stuff that I now could not do at all for sure I go back in a day um do you still play post-collegiate so I've been meaning to I really have (laughs) um one time at work I played basketball with all of my male coworkers, and I'll never do that again it might have been (laughs) the worst sport I've ever played and I was so bad so that realized, like, really made me realize I need to go play lacrosse. But there are a bunch of post-collegiate leagues. I just have to get into them. But I do so coach, obviously. Yeah. Um, which, it's not the same. But at it the is. same time, I know for me anyway, like, when the light bulb clicks and I see a kid do something on the field that they've been working so hard to do and yep. knowing that... I explained that to them or taught that to them. Like, for me, now that's, like, replaced the feeling of, like, scoring a goal. Agreed. I do think the void is so hard to fill, though. Yeah, for sure. There Absolutely. There are I get frustrated, and I'll be so happy I'm going to coach. But then, like, when girls don't understand something, I get frustrated <laughs> again. So then I'm like, oh, my gosh. Why but, don't you understand? Literally, literally. <laughs> oh. I no, absolutely. I totally, I totally 1,000% agree. Um, so I know we talked about takeaways before, like from your experience, but, and we kind of touched on this a little bit, but how do you feel like being a college athlete shaped like who you are today? Like your personality? Being a college athlete to me now that I look at it was necessary. I had to do something like that. I'm just like, I gotta keep myself busy. I'm always, which I just realized the other day. I like compete with myself, which is so weird, but like, I'm always looking to challenge myself, whether it's like reading an article somewhere that I wouldn't normally do something just to learn something new or in sales, making more for, um, my overall revenue than someone else. I definitely think that like competitive nature of me can get the best of me, but it's helped me a lot. And I think it really has shaped me into the person that I, I am today. Yeah, for sure. Um, so overall, from, you know, eighth grade you or whenever it was that you first picked up a stick to now, like, would you trade that experience for anything? Not at all. <laughs> I don't even have to think twice about that. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, thank you so much for doing this. You're so thank great. Thank you for having me. I feel like we should have been drinking Aperol spritzes while we did this. Aperol? Oh, 
hundred <laughs> percent. We need a hundred of them right now. <laughs> I know. It was like your drink of summer. I love that. I love that I showed I it know. to you. Thank you for I it. mean, like, I feel like I changed your life there. <laughs> it, it changed my life for the better. And then I went abroad and knew what I was talking about. So then I felt even cooler. <laughs> oh my gosh. So amazing. Well, thank you again for joining us. Um, it was so great to, I mean, I learned more about you than I did before. Um, oh, nice. But thanks for being our, our first interview guest. Yes. So great. Thank you for putting it in my hands, honestly. Oh my gosh, so much fun. Well, everyone, if you have any questions, feel free to send us a message on Instagram. Email us at katie, K-A-T-I-E, at teamlacrosseacademy.com. Be sure to follow us on iTunes and Spotify, and we will see you all next week. Take care. <laughs>